Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! At box ce soir, Alexandre Vachon et Brandon Tidball. Alors, Eric Nielsen, Jonathan Tremblay. Alors, Gord et Kevin Cormier. situation. There is a Cape Breton Screaming Eagle on the bench. He is on the bench in the middle of that pileup with the Teton. That is George Davis on the bench and he jumped right into the bench and that's what we're talking about. What's up everyone and welcome to another episode of Five in a Game. I'm your host Jordan and there's only one thing to say guys. Happy New Year. I hope everybody out there is you know having a great Great start to 2023. I mean, I know it's a new year, new me, all that jazz, but you know what I mean? Hopefully you guys crush your goals this year. I mean, if you guys got New Year's resolutions and you guys want to focus on them, all the power to you. Mine is try to get better at podcasting and try to be better and give you guys a good show. Um, that's that's what I got on my agenda as of right now. But I mean, 2023, guys, 2022 went by pretty quick. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I feel like 2022 absolutely zoomed by. Um, it was a quick year. Um, thank God the COVID and all, everything kind of, you know, went down a little bit. The mask came off and things started opening up and it didn't feel like you were, uh, you know, locked down as much when everything first hit. But I hope 2023 brings everybody, all the viewers out there, a great year i really and truly do guys i hope you guys have a great 2023 and um yeah i hope everything goes your way so today's episode of five in a game is a little bit different i didn't do the youtube version of this one this is strictly just a podcast one today and the one i'm gonna do today is the top five toughest halifax moose heads that's right i'm gonna go over the top five toughest halifax moose heads i went through with a fine tooth comb to try to figure out who the top five guys were that ever laced them up for the halifax moose heads now this is my opinion some people might change it i think you know some guys would take a guy out, put a guy in type deal but from what I went through, this should be the top five toughest players to ever play for the Halifax Mooseheads. And I think this is going to be an absolute fun one. And so if there's guys out there that are from Halifax or just Halifax Mooseheads fans or Quebec Major Junior Hockey League fans, I will eventually get to one of your guys' teams. But today I'm kicking it off with the top five toughest Halifax Mooseheads. So I think this is going to be a really fun episode. It's going to be really different than what I'm usually doing. But this one's going to be a really good one, guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. But before we get into all that, I just want to send a special thanks out to Darren over at the Fourth Line Voice. If you guys don't follow him, be sure to do so. Um, Darren is absolutely amazing at what he does. He holds uh, a great podcast. He really does. He has a great back history of interviewing players, asking them you know, what was building up to the fights, their career. He really goes over in detail, guys, of what happened in their career. It's an absolutely amazing podcast. He's one of the reasons why this podcast exists is because I went on and did a Quebec Major Junior Hockey League episode with Darren, and I had an absolute ball. So I decided to do something on my own. And here is five in a game, and this is be this will be episode seven. Um, so we're moving along. They're starting to climb. If you guys didn't already listen to them, go back and check them out. My last one was on Tommy Balduke. I got George Davis up there, Jimmy Bonneau, Marty Doyle, Marc-Andre Waugh, 
Uh, I kicked it off with Samuel Duplain. So I got a good little back history there myself, boys. So we're working on it, guys. But uh, definitely go over there and check out Darren at the fourth line voice. Uh, Darren, thanks again, man. I really, truly appreciate it. You, uh, like you said in one of your podcasts, you created a monster. I think you did just that. I really, truly do. I'm having a lot of fun with this. So thanks, Darren. Um, also go check out uh, five and uh, five for fighting for Alec over at the five for fighting podcast. He's another guy who interviews players and he's got an amazing back history. He really and truly does. Um, he's got guys from the LNAH on there. Dean Mayrand, um, it's just a, a backlist that goes on and on and on. So be sure to go check out Alex over at the five for fighting podcast. Um, and like, and subscribe guys, if you guys can, it really, it does help us as the creators it gives us a little bit of motivation knowing that you guys, you know, like the product and you want to see it grow. So, so thank you so much for tuning into five in a game. So let's get into this guys. I'm going to go from number five down. And again, this is just my opinion. Okay. So this is the, the, the homework I did on the Halifax Mooseheads for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Let's go. We're going to kick off with number five is I got coming in at number five. I got Nick Greeno. Nick Greeno played two years for the Halifax Mooseheads, 99 to uh, 2000 and 2001 to 2002. Um, so he came in with 31 fights as a Moosehead. That's a lot of fights for a guy who played on one team. He played on numerous teams. He played on Valdor Fourier. He played on a few teams. But uh, that's what he racked up as a Halifax Moosehead. He came in at 31 fights. And he had a lot, he had, you know, he fought the top guys. I just, I just picked out five guys throughout his career, people that would stand out that the viewers might know. Um, he fought Roberto Bissonette. Um, for those out there who don't know who Roberto Bissonette is, he, he played for the Acadie Bathers, Gatineau Olympic. He played over in the LNAH. The guy was an absolute weapon. Wasn't the biggest guy. Um, doing the role, I'm pretty sure he was only about 5'9", 5'10", but he could really throw him. Um, unfortunately, he had a bad helicopter accident a couple years back. Um, he lost his life in it, so God rest his soul. Um, Roberto Bissonette, man, he was a real one for sure. Um, he was actually involved in that brawl that George Davis had when George Davis jumped in the bench. Roberto Bissonette jumped him on, the, on his back there and started uh, giving him the business for coming into his bench. But uh, Roberto Bissonette, man, my hat's off to him. Great guy. Um, he was just a really good hockey player, and it's unfortunate what happened. Um, also going through the list, Nick Greeno fought, in my opinion, one of the toughest guys to ever come out of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. But uh, he played for the Moncton Wildcats and the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles, and I'm talking about Trevor Ettinger, man. Trevor Ettinger, another tough cat. If you hear other podcasts out there even like a guy like sean mcmorrow for example over at the sheriff podcast he talked about trevor ettinger and he said to himself that trevor ettinger was one of the toughest guys he's ever laced laced the skates against man he even fought trevor ettinger a couple times and he said it that he was a tough tough cat and he was man trevor ettinger was second to none trevor ettinger was a really tough dude big boy six six two plus pounds man he was a big dude um, I said it on the Darren's Fourth Line podcast, Fourth Line Voice podcast, that Trevor Entinger was one of the first guys I've ever seen in a hockey fight. I got to watch him fight Ryan Flynn. Um, those are two big boys going at it, and that's what drew me to um, 
to the enforcers, one of my favorite roles as a position. And I, I love the enforcers, as you guys can tell, as I got my own podcast about them. But Trevor Ettinger, man, one of the toughest dudes to ever roll through the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Um, another guy that's another tough dude. He's the all-time penalty minute leader for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I got to watch him here in Cape Breton, and that is Hunter Lahash. Hunter Lahash, another tough dude, man. Another tough dude. I'm sure the listeners out there know who that guy is. Hunter Lahash, he got, came in and played for the Quebec Ramparts, and then he got traded to Cape Breton, where I got to watch a lot of his fights. Um, a lot of his fights. Oh, massive, massive tough guy, man. Couldn't, I couldn't put in words about how tough Hunter Lahash was. He was one of my favorite players. Um, then he got traded to Shawinigan, and he did, a, he did the same job there. He even fought Sean McMorrow in the, at the Memorial Cup. So Hunter Lahash, man, another tough dude. Um, and then Nick Greeno also fought Tommy Balduke, uh, a guy I just did an episode on. Tommy Balduke, man, another tough cat, good tough middleweight for the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. A lot of you guys know him for what his his time over in the LNAH, but Tommy Balduke was a tough, tough cat in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And then he went on to fight Mario Jolly as well, another tough guy, uh, Mario Jolly, Another dude that probably gets more recognized for the LNAH, but Mario Jolly, as a rookie, led the whole Quebec Major Junior Hockey League in fights with like 33 his first year. So Mario Jolly wasn't nothing to play with back then either. So I got Nick Greeno coming in at number five with 31 total fights as a Halifax Moosehead. So if there's people out there, you know, would take someone out, put some in, by all means. But I think Nick Greeno definitely deserves a spot on the toughest top five Halifax Mooseheads. Um, rolling on, I got coming in at number four, I got Ryan Flynn. Ryan Flynn was another big, tough, strong dude. I mean, his first game in the uh, NHL, he knocked out Brad Brown. So that just goes to show you, he had an amazing fight too with Scott Parker um, and Matt Johnson. He fought a lot of tough cats, man. He fought um, John Morassi in the AHL. Like his list of the AHL fights goes on and on and on. So um, I got Ryan Flynn coming in at number four as one of the toughest Halifax Mooseheads of all time. Uh, Ryan Flynn... He has 28 fights as a Halifax Moosehead. I know it's not as much as Nick Greeno, but Nick Greeno also played two years for the Halifax Mooseheads, and Ryan Flynn only played one. So in the two years that Greeno played for the Mooseheads, he had 31. In one year, Ryan Flynn had 28. So there you go, right? And the the couple guys that I picked out of the pool that he fought that stood out to me were Sandro Sabraco. Uh, he's another tough cat, man. Another guy went on and played LNAH. You're probably going to hear them words come out of my mouth a lot during this podcast. A lot of the tough dudes from the Quebec League went over to the LNAH. Uh, but Sandro Sabraco, man, he played for Cape Breton. He played for uh, Baycom. Oh, he played for a few teams in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. But Sandro Sabraco was a definitely a tough, tough dude. And Ryan Flynn took him on. He took on, uh, like I said earlier, Trevor Ettinger. That's the first fight I've ever seen. Those guys had three or four tilts, man. Um, and they were always good. Those are two big, tall, strong boys just throwing bombs every single time they fought um they don't make them like that anymore they really truly don't i actually heard that ryan flynn uh is now in his afterlife of hockey a firefighter in san antonio texas where he finished his ahl career so that's pretty cool that after you know the good career he had he went on to become a firefighter and that's good for him um 
But moving on, still talking about Ryan Flynn's Quebec Major Junior Hockey League career as a Halifax Moosehead. He fought Martin Grenier, who had, you know, his chance in the NHL. Uh, long time in the AHL. Martin Grenier, another tough dude, man. Another tough dude. He was, had a face full of leather. Like you, I just found Martin Grenier, you could punch him all day long, and it wouldn't matter. It really and truly wouldn't matter. He could take a shot and give a shot. Another big lad, man. He has to be 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, another big dude. Uh, he played for the Quebec Ramparts at the time when them guys fought. But Martin Grenier, man, another tough cat. Um, also, Eric LaBelle. Eric LaBelle also went over there and played LNA Hates. It just sound like a broken record at this point. Just assume these guys just went over and played LNA Hates at this point. You know what I mean? When they were shoveling out all the money, everybody and their dog was going to the LNA Hates, including Eric LaBelle. Uh, he played for Bay Camote. He racked, He was always up there in the top 10 for fights, um, averaging the most fights in the league that year. Um, he fought everybody and their dog, Eric LaBelle, another tough dude, man. Uh, another tough guy. And then Ryan Flynn also had a good fight with Hunter Lahash, who later became his teammate where there's a video out there of actually about Nick Greeno, actually about Ryan Flynn and Hunter Lahash, um, George LaRock, George LaRock's brother, sorry, was on the ice and Nick Greeno wouldn't get off the ice during warm up And, Hunter Lahash just kind of gave him a warning, and he just drilled Greeno, and they started to fight. LaRock's brother tried to, you know, break it up, and then you just see the monster of a man, Ryan Flynn, just standing there waiting, and he comes off the bench, and he just starts... Hunter Lahash and Ryan Flynn just start cleaning house on them at this point. Um, that's another famous video for Ryan Flynn, but I got Ryan Flynn as number four. Uh, again, 28 fights. He fought them all. Another tough guy, man. Uh, my hat is off to Ryan Flynn. I got to see him play here in Cape Breton, too. Another tough guy. And uh, he went on and had a good NHL career and a good AHL career. And I hope he's having a great afterlife after hockey. So Ryan Flynn's coming in there at number four um, for the all-time top five Halifax Moosehead. Coming in at number three, I got Alex Johnstone. Uh, he's not a really famous guy. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about him, which is unfortunate because the guy had a total of 67 fights as a Halifax Moosehead. One of the, I'm pretty sure it's the most any Halifax Moosehead has ever had. Um, he played three seasons with the Halifax Mooseheads. He came in in 1996. Um, Alex Johnstone, man, was a, he take on all comers. All comers. It didn't matter if you were putting up 40 points a game or you were just a guy who went out there and did it every night. Alex Johnson said no to nobody. Another tough dude, and he should be recognized, man, for his uh, his toughness in the Quebec Major League. Not even just as a moose head, just his toughness alone. So Alex Johnstone's coming in at number three. Um, a couple of guys I pulled out of his little pool there, fight cards. Um, he fought Kevin Balduke. You guessed it, the LNAH one, yes. Kevin Bolduc, uh, he fought him when he played for Ramuski. Um, he also fought Gordy Dwyer, who went on to have a good NHL career, who is now, I believe, coaching the Charlottetown Islanders in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. So he had a good fight with Gordy Dwyer. Um, Gordy played for the Quebec Ramparts at the time. So that's another tough dude, because Gordy Dwyer was a tough, tough cat in the Quebec League. Uh, around this era so my hat's off to John Stone for taking on a guy like that he also took on Carlisle Lewis uh, for who was playing with Laval at the time Carlisle Lewis another tough dude always up there uh, for leading fights throughout the year um, the guy had like nothing less than 
20 or 25 fights a year. So I would chalk that up as a legit tough man. <laughs> uh, also moving along, he fought Martin Grenier when he played for Quebec. Like I said earlier, Martin Grenier went on to have an amazing career outside of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, AHL, NHL, and LNAH. So that's another big fight for Johnstone. And he also took on Francois Page, who played for Victoriaville. Page doesn't get enough credit as well. He was always up there for leading fights every year. Another tough guy, man. Uh, who Like like I said, I, I, I do this podcast to kind of shine the light on the guys that people not really know about and the people that like do know about them. But like Johnstone and Page, you know, they don't get enough credit for what they do. So Francois Page definitely deserves it. He, he played in the league for a while. Another tough dude. Nothing shy of 25-plus fights a year. So that's a good, solid fight card. Um, that's just the top guys that I picked out. Like I said, it's only top five. Uh, but John Stone, man, 67 fights as a Halifax Moosehead. Definitely deserves to be number three, in my opinion. So if you guys, you know, I'm sure, like I said, I can't please everybody. I'm sure if you guys were doing this list on your own, you might take out a certain people, put new guys in, new guys out, whatever, right? But this is just what I feel would be my opinion of the top five toughest Halifax Moosehead and I think Johnstone definitely deserves to be there not only did he lead the Mooseheads with 67 fights in his total career he fought them all and he did it you know he only played for the Halifax Moosehead Moosehead so he deserves to be number three um also now moving on to my number two I'm sure most of the guests out there know who this guy is going to be um from 2004 2004 2005 he basically ran roughshod as a Halifax moosehead man not too many people could take on this dude at this this time anyway he came into the league red hot his rookie year he fought all the top guys that you could think of as his first year in the Quebec League and I'm talking about big number 28 Kevin Cormier uh, Kevin Cormier, man, as a Moosehead, had 54 fights. I got to watch a good portion of Cormier's career, and the dude was untouchable uh, at this point in his first two years. He really and truly was. Kevin Cormier, man, one of the toughest dudes to ever lace the skates for the Halifax Mooseheads. He beat the piss out of every single person that was in front of him. I know I told this story over on the 4th Line podcast, but I'm going to tell it here to the, my viewers. Um Kevin Cormier was suspended for a game, and uh, the Mooseheads were playing the Ramuski Oceanic, and Alex Alexander Vachon was kind of, you know, just bullying the Halifax Mooseheads at this point. They had no one in the lineup. Cormier was suspended. He was going around, you know, starting little scrums and pushing the goal scorers and all that jazz. And I could just imagine that Cormier was up in the stands just absolutely fuming at this point, probably salivating at the thought, like, I cannot wait to get my hands on that guy. So the first game back um, that Cormier plays, the Ramuski Oceanic, I'm actually up there. This is in Halifax. So I'm at the game, and I'm watching Cormier just skate around. So Cormier comes over to the to this, to his bench, and he starts talking to the trainer and all that. And you can just see him doing something over there. It looked like he was signing his autograph or something on a stick. I thought, I thought he was going to give it to a kid in the stands or something. But Cormier actually wrote Vashon on the blade of his stick and just stood there at the red line, man, just eyeing up Alexander Vashon. And the fight is on YouTube. 
Maybe I'll post that on the YouTube page for the viewers out there. You want to go out there and check it out. He absolutely just destroys Alexander Vashon. He really and truly does. He doesn't even get a hit in. Like, it's absolutely insane. Um, he just left after left after left, man. He just fed it to him. Even when he dropped to his knees, Cormier didn't stop giving him the left hands. And that's a really good, funny Cormier story because I've never seen another player in the history of any hockey at all right the guy's name down that you're about to fight during the game on the blade of your stick just to let him know that hey I'm coming from you I'm coming for you so that was a big bold move by Cormier and he he did just that he it wasn't even it was a it was a one-sided fight Cormier just absolutely drove Vashon into the ice and at that time he had the ability to do it so Cormier's coming in at number two on this list um, like I said he had 54 fights as a Halifax Moosehead and like I said, he fought all the toughest guys. Um, just going over a couple of guys that he fought, the five guys that stood out to me as the toughest guys, he fought Eric Nielsen. Eric Nielsen, man, uh, he was the who's who of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League uh, around this time. He was definitely an established tough guy, and Cormier came in, and them guys had good battles. Eric Nielsen also went on to have an amazing AHL career, a guy that should have made it to the NHL, in my opinion, doing the job as the enforcer. He fought every tough guy you could shake a stick at, man. Eric Nielsen was tough as nails, um, big number 29 for the Ramuski Oceanic Um you know, he was a tough dude, man. Eric Nielsen. I seen Eric Nielsen go a few times and they were they were never there was no defense in it at all. It was all offense, just you know, grab on and swing for the fences, man. He very open guy. Uh could take a shot, give a shot, left hand. It was just it was it was just amazing. Eric Nielsen was absolutely one of the toughest dudes ever in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Um, and Kevin Cormier took him on. Uh, another guy who had an amazing AHL career who should have made it to the NHL was Jimmy Bonneau for the PEI Rockets. Jimmy Bonneau, I got an episode out on him here on the five in a game. Go check that one out, man. Jimmy Bonneau, hands down one of the toughest PEI Rocket ever in the history of it of the PEI Rockets and the Montreal Rockets, in my opinion. Jimmy Bonneau, really tough dude, man. He fought all the guys you can think of. Him and Marc-Andre Waugh, who's the all-time penalty minute leader in one season with 653. Um, them guys used to have wars, man. Jimmy Bonneau, really tough dude. So that was a big... And Kevin Cormier, man, made it look like... No offense to Jimmy Bonneau, but he looked like a rookie in that fight against Kevin Cormier. Kevin Cormier, he could hit, man. Uh, he was, like I said, at this time, he was very hard to beat. Rookie year, coming in, taking on all the top names that you could think of. Um, and he just really made quick work of Jimmy, man. Um, another guy he fought throughout his career was Marty Doyle. Another guy who was like, who I got an episode out on. Marty Doyle, man, would never go down. Never go down. I've never seen a guy that could take so much shots that would never hit the ice, man. Marty Doyle was like a punching bag. You could hit on him and hit on him and hit on him. You just couldn't kill him. But Marty Doyle also could throw them, man. Uh, Marty Doyle and Kevin Cormier at the time. Marty Doyle in Cormier's like later on season was the only guy who could really stand up to Kevin Cormier because, like I said, he was just that good. He was at the top of his game. Uh, another guy that Kevin Cormier took on was Pierre Luc LeBlanc. Everybody knows PL three man. I mean, he had an amazing, amazing hockey career. Um, he played in the AHL, had a good run in the NHL, man, with the New Jersey Devils. Him and Cam Jansen put on one hell 
of a fight. You guys should go check that one out if you didn't. It's like a three-minute long fight. Uh, PL3, man. Tough, tough cat. Um, actually, you guys want to go over and listen to a good interview with PL3. Check it out on the 4th Line Voice podcast. He just interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Uh, absolute wicked, wicked episode. Um, he kind of looks at his career a little different than everybody else did. I mean, he didn't consider himself one of the top guys, but he and truly was, especially in the queue. Pierre-Luc LeBlanc was one badass man back then, and uh, Cormier took him on. But one name that stands out for me the most and is in my opinion, like I said, there's a lot of tough guys. Trevor Ettinger, one of the toughest guys to ever come out of the queue. But this guy here, from when I was really growing up as a kid, going to the Eagles games and seeing the queue, was this guy here, and it was none other than Jonathan Tremblay. Um, Jonathan Tremblay for the Acadie Bathers T Tan man. He was um, he was the measuring stick of the queue. Um, he took on. Every single person, man. He was the heavyweight champ around that time, and him and Cormier really went at it uh, until Cormier, Cormier took the throne uh, after he left. But Jonathan Tremblay was he was the measuring stick, man, of the queue, and that's another guy Cormier took on his first first season here um, as a Halifax Moosehead. So to go in your rookie season and take on a guy like Jonathan Tremblay, I'm absolutely amazing. So. Um, Cormier definitely deserves to be number two, especially for the work that he did uh, in his era, man. Uh, Cormier was the top notch, and at the time that he was running the running the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League while wearing a Halifax Moosehead sweater. So Kevin Cormier definitely deserves to be number two. Um, and another guy who sprinkled into the LNAH, go figure. Uh, him and Trombley actually fought at NHL rookie camp when uh, Cormier went there for the Coyotes and Trombley was on the San Jose Sharks. And nothing major, just a quick little couple shots and they fell over. But those two guys, man, were the two top guys around that time in the queue. And yeah, man, um, my hat's off to both of them. Um, Definitely two tough men. So Cormier's there is coming in at number two. So so far on the list, like I said, number five is Nick Greeno. Uh, number four is Ryan Flynn. Number three, Alex Johnstone. And number two, Kevin Cormier. And now I'm about to get to the number one all-time toughest Halifax Moosehead. Now, I'm sure your brain's probably thinking, or if you're you know a long-time Quebec Major Junior Hockey League fan, you'll probably get this one. His number's actually retired as a Halifax Moosehead, and I'm talking about none other than Jody Shelley, man. Jody Shelley played for the Halifax Mooseheads. Um, he played three years there. He actually put up a lot of good points there, too. He wasn't just an enforcer like he was when he got to the NHL. Jody Shelley was a really all-around good player, but in my opinion, for the work that he did outside of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and the career he had in the show, man, Jody Shelley deserves to be number one. Um, and having his number retired from the team, th that just goes to show you what type of player he was. So I got Jody Shelley as the number one all-time Halifax Mooseheads toughest guy so i'm just gonna go over a couple of guys that i again went through with a you know fine tooth comb try to pick out a couple names that you guys would remember of guys that he fought in the quebec major junior hockey league now i know his nhl career there's a lot more names that are going to stand out for you guys and 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 by all means i get it not everybody's a quebec major junior hockey league guy some are whl ohl whatever it is you're into but jody shelley was the toughest halifax mooseheads by far during his time as a Moosehead, he got 41 fights. Um, a couple guys I picked out of the pool, um, he fought Jean-Luc Grandpierre from Val d'Or. Jean-Luc Grandpierre, 
another guy went on to the NHL and had a couple of good fights out there. AHL, you know, another tough dude. Uh, this guy here really stands out. He went on to have an amazing NHL career. Good Florida Panther, Colorado Avalanche is uh, none other than Peter Worrell. Peter Worrell, another big tough dude, man. Um, that's another guy. Jody Shelley got under his belt, fought him a few, like a, a handful of times in the Quebec League, and went on to fight him a few more times in the NHL and the show. So Peter Worrell, another tough dude, man. Jason Hamilton for the Shawinigan Cataracts, also another guy known for the LNAH days. But Jason Hamilton, man, big, strong, tough dude. Um, Jody Shelley got him there. Paul Shantz. Everybody knows Paul Shantz. He played for Laval at the time. He's a big dude over in the LNAH, over in the Quebec uh, Senior Leagues, all that stuff. Another tough guy, man. Um, and uh, another guy that's on this list is Gordy Dwyer, another NHL guy. So Jody Shelley is the all-time number one dude, man. And this is just a few people I picked out, guys. Like, he has a list long of people he fought. But in my opinion, Jody Shelley should be number one for what he did in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and what he did in the NHL, man. Another long career, another big dude, really good at what he did, man. One of the top enforcers, you know, fought them all, fought a lot of big names. And like I said, he has his number retired in Halifax, man. Number 25 he was when he played for the Mooseheads, and that's hanging from the rafters alongside J.S. Chagares, another guy who played for the Halifax Mooseheads. So, like I said, guys, this is just my list of the top you know, five toughest Halifax Mooseheads of all time. You guys might go out there and change them. You might not, you know, but I, in my opinion, the guy's name is hanging from the rafters. He had a good NHL career. Jody Shelley's definitely the number one. So that is, that is the list of the top five toughest Halifax Mooseheads, guys. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing something different on this one. Um, you know, it wasn't just directed and uh, a single episode which I'm going to get back into. I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek. Now, the next episode of the five in a game of the biographies of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League Enforcers is going to be on none other than Eric Lizon for the Victoriaville Tigers or Tigres, however you guys want to pronounce it. He was another tough dude, man. I'll get into that. But um, I'm definitely going to do, I'm definitely going to go through the teams again and do something else, another top five uh, all-time toughest guys of whatever team in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I don't really have one planned yet. But I think every so many episodes, I'm going to throw something in like this. And uh, I'm also thinking, you know, picking the guys and going through just their whole career in general, from the Q to the A, whether they went to the LNAH, whether they went to the NHL, played overseas, whatever the case may be. I'm just thinking about, you know, opening up a lot of new, a lot of new doors and seeing where it goes. Like I said, this was something different for me. Um, I'm a big, huge Quebec guy. You guys who listen to the show obviously know that. But I really enjoyed doing this top five Halifax Mooseheads, guys. So I'm glad you guys listened in. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, I hope you guys have a great 2023. Like I said, Happy New Year, guys. And definitely like and subscribe and stay up to date on everything that's going on in the five in a game YouTube channel and podcast. This one here is only going to be on all the podcast networks. Uh, so definitely check them all out, whether you're Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever the case may be. Five in a game is on there. So thanks again, guys, for joining me today for another great episode of Five in a Game. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Give it a like, a review, uh, and all that jazz. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. And thanks again, guys. I'll see you here next time on Five in a Game. And this is what I'm concerned about down the stretch. This could get out of hand. The fans love it. 
But boy, oh boy, the two coaches have to be careful in a situation like this. It could get ugly. It really could get ugly. You don't want things like this to get out of hand.